0: So you were telling me last night that the United States gave information about Russia to China and then China just gave it to Russia. But I learned this morning though that uh China's like doing they're imposing sanctions on Russia. So I think that's weird that that conflicts in that way that China would
1: I think both could be true.
0: Yeah. I just wonder what their I wonder what their end game is in that case.
1: China's end game. I think China, like, the people in government <coughs> in China, their end game is definitely some kind of domination.
0: Yeah. I think they also take the... Everybody's focus is now on Ukraine, that they can probably get away with some sneaky little international things.
1: Definitely a lot of sneakiness going on. Yeah.
0: Like, I'm sure they'll invade Taiwan at some point, just because they know that the U.S. won't uh, react with military force
1: to the ukraine situation like it really only makes sense that way do you think that's what will what will stay the case that no one's going to interfere in ukraine because people people are interfering to a degree there's cryptocurrency donations there's um ukraine's accepting people to come over and just fight if they want
0: yeah i guess so but like a a large-scale direct military action i don't know it depends how long the, – if the war goes on for, like, the next two months, maybe you could see something like that. Do you but think Putin's going to win? I don't know. Uh, as as I've heard, the casualty count is higher on the Russian side.
1: It's like – Which is really surprising. Did you see yeah. the graphic of the military difference between them? No. It was really big. It was, like, <clears throat> they uh, Ukraine's got 67. Uh, jets say they had, like, 1,000. <laughs> oh, my God. It that was is was like, yeah, it was night and day.
0: I guess Ukraine just have good defensive positions. That's the case. Because they fend it off. A hometown their, advantage, maybe. Yeah, hometown advantage. It's similar in, like, any war where the defending team has that sort of advantage. But I saw that Ukraine, they actually defended their city throughout the whole night against the Russian invasion, which is pretty impressive considering
1: it's, like, mo- a, a largely civilian force. Yeah. Yeah, uh, about that, the Ukrainian government was giving out guns to the people. Yeah. And we were talking about that, I think, last night, how it's weird how some people will flip-flop on the gun issue when it's Ukraine defending themselves versus Americans defending themselves, or Canadians, for our case.
0: Yeah. And they'll just say, well, oh, wait, this is, they could say, oh, well, this is a Russian. Inv- no, the Russians are really invading. But, like, tyranny can exist within an, its own government. It doesn't have to be as direct as... Especially Russia if
1: you're in Russia.
0: Yeah. Like, look at Russia. I saw protests, and those protesters are just... They were they were Russian citizens protesting the war. Yeah. And they're just getting snatched up by just big Russian police officers.
1: Yeah. Those people are courageous.
0: Definitely. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And guns are completely illegal in Russia, too. But it's like, if the Russian people were armed, I doubt that would be happening.
1: It makes sense that uh, Putin would want to take away their guns, yeah
0: well, I know he um would watch the video of Gadda- Momar Gaddafi, who is the leader of Libya. he's a dictator, and he just oppresses people and how his reign of terror ended was there was a revolution in Libya, and it ended with him being stripped of his clothes by a convoy of these rebellion fighters who like um they, like, knew he was being transported, so they ambushed his vehicle. And they basically dragged him into the desert. There's, like, phone footage of this. And they stuck a knife up his ass and then shot him in the head and just left his body in a ditch. And apparently Putin watched, would just watch that video for hours. I don't know if he's horny or whatever. but um. Wait, But, but did he actually watch the <laughs> yeah, video? Yeah, he would watch the video, and he's like, this can't happen to me. And that was, I know, a big reason behind. I mean, I think a lot of his governing is through his own fear maybe of rebellion because he's a blatant dictator. It's like civil liberties are really non-existent.
1: It's interesting how he pretends to not be a dictator. Yeah. I guess that's kind of the way it is in all the dictator countries right now. Exactly. Even North Korea.
0: Yeah, no, none of them openly say, I'm a dictator.
1: Yeah. But I guess there's varying degrees of actually convincing people.
0: Exactly. Like, there's, I think, one step further from Russia, which is, like, Syria, which is, like, the Assad regime, where there's, like, more of a cult of personality around the leader. Because with Putin, it's, like, there's, there's definitely a cult of personality, him riding bear, grizzly bears with no shirt. But it's, like, in Syria, there's just photos of the president everywhere. It's just, like, on all the walls of big photos, of him smiling and waving and all this stuff. And it's, like, this is a nice man. This is a nice man who Do you think that you.
1: people believe it, kind of like North Korea?
0: to an extent i think they do yeah like um syria went into civil war like 2014 i think and a lot of people were actually against it because they were like it, it completely destabilized the smiling. country
1: he's he's waving at well, us he not, loves us it's
0: not that it's more the fact that there was like at lea- there weren't civil liberties or and there was no democracy but there was some level of stability in syria like you see photos before and after the war, it's like, well, ISIS just joined Syria. They took over large parts of Syria, and thankfully, they've been almost completely defeated. But it was not the case for the longest time. It was just like anarchy, basically. And it didn't help that then Assad, the president of Syria, would be was tear gassing and bombing his own people. But then said, "No, it's ISIS." And it's the
1: Americans. That's ISIS. <laughs> it's ISIS. That's ISIS. That's ISIS. <laughs> Look, I'm waving. Yeah. It's funny. I wa- so <coughs> do you so people like them?
0: I think a lot of people like him. I think it's a lot though. It's very much a police state. Like I watched a, a Vice documentary. What do you mean by police state? Like information is very heavily regulated, and mm. it's done by the police. Mm. Like there's cars driving around with like playing like propaganda music and all this stuff, and they would just like drive down the streets in like heavy areas. And I watched a video where a woman was trying to uh, make a report to this police officer in the street in front of this vice reporter. She's like, some guards just like came into my house and just took some of my stuff. Or police officers. And he's like, they're just like trying to cover it all up. And just act. They're like, like, okay, go inside, go inside. Yeah, we'll talk about this later. It's very 1984-esque in that way. Where there's just, it's like the government can't do wrong. Like you think they do wrong, but really they don't. Because they can't.
1: Uh, The comment you made about uh, wanting stability through tyranny (coughs) was an interesting thing. Yeah. Because that that might be what was kind of going on in Canada, the people who are opposing the trucker convoy. Definitely. Just thinking like, you know, we've got the tyranny maybe, but let's keep the peace (coughs) type thing.
0: Yeah. Well, like MLK calls that a negative peace. Like there's two types of peace. There's a positive peace that's brought in by progressive change that works in a country. And then there's a negative piece, which is just going back to the status quo. Like in the South, it would be keeping segregation and nobody's protesting.
1: Mm. But <clears> no <throat> one's really getting killed.
0: No, yeah, there's no violence in the streets or anything. But people are have, are being oppressed. Yeah. In that way. So, yeah, I it, and it's unfortunate that people often fall for that just because the idea of stabi- stability is, like, so important mm-hmm. compared to the idea of... It's like an expedience thing. It's like we should just shut this down now and before it gets too big and just have it be done with versus we should maybe try to listen to these people and see, hey, like I think these are reasonable folks, really, what their message is not not too radical or anything.
1: It it's it interesting more free to me too, because I, I, th- I would think <laughs> that the people who want Tyrannical stability would be co- uh, conscientious low and openness conservatives but a lot of the uh, opposition to the trucker convoy has been some people on the left definitely which is which is weird because they're the ones who always want the revolution exactly the worker revolution that's th- and that's where you get into does the left actually want good things does because a lot of the time it seems that they're they've got good ends, but bad means,
0: yeah, but that's a hallmark of so many like really bad movements though too, like the ends justify the means yeah. they they believe that because they have these good ideas that it doesn't matter what they do, and you're definitely seeing that with like we don't care if some speech is banned or things like that, or some protests are. Are, uh, like the truckers are, are squashed by the police and protesters trampled by horses. and Because, you know, it's going to be good in the end if we just have our way. Which, I'd say that's a really narcissistic thing to think. That definitely this is the course of action because our ideology says that this is where it will lead.
1: That's what the science says.
0: Okay, that's the science says. The science. The science says.
1: Fauci, Fauci, the science Fauci the science... What's, wait, what's his first name? Anthony. Anthony the fa- the science Fauci.
0: Anthony science man Fauci. Well, yeah, he's never been wrong. Did you see they're making a documentary about him?
1: Who is making the documentary?
0: Like, National Geographic.
1: Hmm, I Which, wonder if they'll tell the truth about him.
0: I don't know. I think it's very much like a, a character-focused piece, I think. Just about his life. But I think it's also about, you know... This pandemic response i'm gonna be like it's just gonna be like the the left pill sort of thing where it's just like no he he's done nothing wrong he's a hero he's an unsung hero who just k- works tireless hours to bring people close And you know he was w- in the aids epidemic back in the 80s and, you know that he's still struggling from that so it's like give the guy a break because he's had it real tough
1: Birchie starts Claiming to be oppressed,
0: <laughs> I could see that, dude. Anita I need to say space. <clears throat> I could definitely see him saying like, the media just constantly just the right wing media. They just came down on me, and it's so on. Un- it's just, it's just an outrage because all I want is tr- the science and the truth.
1: I think I've, I think I've heard him say stuff like that <clears throat> in a court hearing. Mm-hmm. About G. Or he gets pressed
0: on something. He's like, that is the most outrageous thing I have ever heard. I completely detest the comments you were making. It's like he's talking about gainer function research. He's just asking him about shit that he actually worked on. He's like, no.
1: <laughs> no, I did not fund the Wuhan lab. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did he did he fund the Wuhan lab? Like what did he work in Wuhan? He was on, I I think it was the NIH that funded the Wuhan lab. The
0: NIH actually funded the it Wuhan lab. It might not lab. have
1: been the... Uh, I need to get that straight before okay. I, I go saying that. But...
0: It is unequivocally true that the man has supported gain-of-function research.
1: Well, he was in bed with P- Peter Dazak, who was the one going over to the Wuhan lab and the one who investigated the Wuhan lab. Oh, really? Yeah, because there was an investigation. Like, oh, did, did it break out? And then the guy who went over there to do the research, <laughs> did his own investigation. He was like, oh, I guess nothing to see here, guys.
0: <laughs> wow, that's just that's cor- just complete corruption. That's it, insane.
1: Yeah. It's, and it's crazy that people can just like get away with this. Yeah, I've been realized like I've been saying a lot to pe- the people around me like it's happening right in front <clears throat> of us now. Yes. Like with the Epstein stuff when he killed himself in his prison cell, it was like okay, okay. But then, did you see Epstein's accomplice also killed himself in a prison cell recently? <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. It's and it's just like it was the exact same story. The cameras were off. Whoops! The guards were sleeping. Whoops! Whoops!
0: Yeah, he slipped and yeah, he he committed suicide. He was just in such a bad place. He was hey, he was depressed. He was down on his luck. We didn't take his shoelaces from him, even though he was on suicide watch. I wonder if it was the same thing if he was on suicide watch as well, because that would be absurd. Like if he was, if they were specifically supposed to be watching him. But man, yeah, they're they're doing it right in front of us. It's the
1: Clintons it's the clinton's it's the world economic forum maybe we should get into that i had a question from earlier but i forgot it um central banking digital currency they're gonna try and push it on us it's basically coupons that they can change what they're good for because they can say oh you've had three (coughs) hamburgers this week your climate impact is too far (laughs) you can't have a fourth god damn you gotta go eat vegan tofu I mean that's like more soy f- for you.
0: That's like the ends. To be fair, they're not doing that now, but yeah, in theory, they definitely could.
1: Well, that's what they they plan on. They're gonna do it in the U K first. Well, the leader of the G seven summit. You know, do you know what the G seven is? Could you explain it if you do?
0: Uh, isn't it just a group of the? It's the a, a group that's consists of the most powerful seven most powerful or economically influential countries in the world. I know Canada's on it.
1: That seems like a good definition. Let's.
0: And they can—they just control or shift world. They sort of design world policy towards things like that, whether it be economic or not. But then there's the World Economic Forum, and they might—they obviously do a little bit more when it comes to direct control of the economy, the world economy. But yeah, I think that's what G7 is. The
1: so the leader of that summit is the one who wants to do the digital currencies, Ugh. the programmable currencies. And and so it's like like oh, let me let me get a list of those countries.
0: What was his reasoning behind it like to protect the climate in the case of like you can only have 3
1: hamburgers a week? Well, that's one of the things they're <clears throat> claiming it's for. Mm. But if we quickly go back to what we were talking about last night, um when the <coughs> printing press first came around, the people in power through the Seven Years' War to try and keep their power. And that's what the central banks are gonna try and do now with to resist crypto. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they they it's their one last sort of push for control.
1: And it might succeed. It it very it, well it could succeed.
0: Yeah. Um. The problem is people just don't know about this. Like, people r- are too busy. Again, it's like the how the media frenzy works. It's like you focus on these things like Ukraine. Like, that's all anybody's focused on right now. Two weeks ago, it was the trucker protest. So now it's like these things, these really dangerous things that affect all of us across the whole world. Like, programmable currency is like, this is the first time I heard of it first time yesterday when you told me about it. So yeah. they're going. They're directly using our, our the the fact that we just focus on these random things.
1: Well, okay, but before you say Ukraine is a random thing, okay, maybe random is a bad. Ukraine is very important. I would say yes. There was a there was an exchange I saw on Twitter yesterday where some <coughs> some some probably white dude it, it always is was saying you know, Ukraine is important, but let's get back to celebrating LGBTQ Pride Month or something like that. And uh, there was like a trans person in the comments like, come on, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Rightfully so.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's horrible. Yeah, I saw an Instagram uh, post on somebody's story where it's like how to help the m- marginalized groups of Ukraine. And it's like,
1: it's like Re- Ukraine is the marginalized exactly. group. Exactly. Ukraine itself. They're
0: all under the threat of death and um, like authoritarian control. You shouldn't just say that. And sure, those the in Eastern Europe, yeah, they're not very friendly towards gay people, less so than in the West. But still, man. Still, it's, it's everybody's like sh- liberties. It's like when you're fighting,
1: when when your country gives you a rifle in Ukraine right now <coughs> to fight for your rights. Don't put a fucking rainbow flag on it. Just just go fight the Russians. Exactly. There's bigger the, things. Yeah, there's bigger things. People have so gotten in the West have gotten so
0: concerned with these little things that they miss the big picture, being like bondage or freedom.
1: I think I think that's what happened. That's what must have happened with this Russia thing. Because we were so <laughs> concerned with the the smaller things. Now that we've, we've fixed most big things. At, at least we thought.
0: Yeah, at least we thought.
1: And then we're like, oh shit, people are still invading stuff. Russia is, is still, Putin is still making moves? Yeah. What the hell, Putin? It's taking the back
0: seat. Like, I'm sure if you looked into Russia earlier than, because I'd say like a month ago maybe people started talking about, you know, Russia's got troops moving in. Like they get, they're massing. A month ago, over. I don't know,
1: dude. Are you, like, are you, are you saying when they had the troops on the border?
0: Yeah, when it started, when yeah, it all started. Okay, that
1: was, but that was like two weeks ago.
0: Well, I feel like it was longer than that. Maybe it was maybe, two weeks ago. Maybe. But I feel like there's prob. If you had looked into it before then, I think there's probably an even slower trickle. But or not slower trickle, but there's probably other signs that this was going to occur. But again. These big things like
1: COVID. Well, I, I saw an Alex Jones clip that was like December of 2021, I think. Or maybe November of 2021. <laughs> and he said there's going to be a war in February.
0: Really? Yeah. He said war in February in yeah. Ukraine.
1: He didn't say Ukraine. Oh.
0: He said there's going to be war. Yeah. So what, he wasn't specific about any region in, in the world?
1: Yeah, he just said there'd be a war. Well...
0: It's like there are often wars going. I guess if he means there's going to be wars, he's war not starting. just like
1: he's. I don't think he's just making predictions in hopes that one will come true. That is true. Like, wars. the guy's bl- gonna be blue on Monday. He's like banking on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because wow, the fact that he would say something like that. It's like he. I wonder where he's getting his info from. What makes him think that there's going to be a war? Yeah. Like, I want to know where that guy gets his info from because I know he just like it's just like he's like reading all day and it it just like builds up like data points in his mind. And that's why people think he's crazy is because he just says all these things. And it's like he's a
1: he's kind of retarded.
0: He's kind of retarded, to be fair. But he just like it's just like to him, he's just like data. It's just data that he needs to get out. And it's like if you ask about it, he can clarify it. But oftentimes it's just like him saying these things because he thinks they're important. And he says so much of it that often it's like he's
1: rambling, but it's a tru- truthful ramble. Yeah, truth ramble. It's like a sermon at a church. Exactly,
0: yeah. It's a it's a truthful ramble. He's saying all this random shit, but it's true. In like m- extremely... Like
1: extreme when degrees. he said uh, turning the freaking frogs gay. That was like, it was a meme, it was funny, but it turns out it was actually true. That they didn't turn gay, but they, the frogs went female.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or they just like... They either turned female or they got two sets of genitalia.
1: Yeah, they were they were I forget the term, but it was like feminized or something.
0: Yeah, and I think the reason he's talking about that is rightfully so because it's a chemical in the water yes, that that's can affect humans.
1: Permitted in the water under certain amounts.
0: And the problem is that even th- in Canada, the company that produces that tried to cover up this research about the frogs turning gay.
1: Yeah, because they funded it, and yeah. then. They pulled back their funding once they found out what was what the funding was. Showing. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, okay. They're like, research this for us, and then they're like, uh, sir, we've got bad news. And they're like, okay, don't research. Never mind. No research. And they tried, off.
0: They tried to completely discredit the scientists that made all the research like, no, there was it was in an unsafe environment. Like, and it's just like the guy had been doing the frogs, aren't gay. The frogs aren't, the frogs gay. aren't gay. the frogs aren't gay. <laughs> gay. The frogs aren't gay. Hey, it's
1: Pride <laughs> Month. Okay, it's okay. If exactly. the frogs are gay.
0: That's very uh, strange that you're focusing on the sexuality of these frogs during Pride Month. Really, I find it offensive.
1: I'm triggered. (laughs) I'm triggered.
0: But it's like, it's a real conspiracy that these, this medical corporation, entwined with the FDA. It wasn't like independent. This is with the FDA. They just tried to completely cover it up. He like lost the contract. And they tried to I think he stopped doing a lot of or he stopped working with grad students, graduate students, because his name was run so thoroughly through the mud. And oftentimes, you know, you'll try to get a job with one of these corporations or with the FDA if you're in a biological science um, scenario. So like he just couldn't work with them because he was so uh, so hated by the FDA in that community and those companies. I, the same thing happened with Jordan Peterson too wasn't it he doesn't take grad students anymore mm-hmm. or when he was a teacher because he
1: was scared that they wouldn't be as successful as, pe- as taught by other people It's y- you were, 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 we were talking about triggering just a second ago do you feel like you have, you've ever been triggered
0: ever been triggered you ever get triggered like, in the sense where I'm, like, physically uncomfortable by or upset by. Yeah,
1: something like that, yeah.
0: Um. No. <laughs> triggered maybe, like, if I'm, like, fighting with my brother or something, but.
1: I, I kind of get triggered when people say, how are you, to me at work, too much.
0: I think, how are you, is an interesting thing, because you've talked to me about, like, yes. I think majority of the time, when somebody's like, hey, how are you, they don't care.
1: Yeah, so it's like why would you say something that you don't care? Exactly. Like I like like I I saw an exchange the other day where they both just said, you know, how are you? I'm good. And then that's like every every interaction mm-hmm. with how are you? Yes. It's like like 10 seconds of just like complete dullness.
0: Yes. And it it's like
1: you're saying it. And then I saw this one person who was like some comedian making a joke about like people actually responding genuinely it's like that's your fault you ask someone a question and they respond genuinely that's your fault
0: yes it's like a script you had that they, we have like usually it's like you just say how are you and they expect to go good and then it's done it's like the same as hello except in like a less direct way
1: yeah it's a weird hello it's, it's a, a hello that, like, needs a response. <clears throat> I mean, I guess hello needs an- another hello. Yeah. Except
0: but. a more, like, a response that, like, is trying to be more meaningful, but it isn't because nobody cares. So there's no... Yeah, nobody nobody cares how you really feel. It's just, like, a, a social norm that we've adopted in a bad way. And, like, I think this is important to talk about because... So many people say, "How are you?" I definitely say, "How are you?" And it, I shouldn't. And I, I've I, tried I, to b- stop.
1: What I like about not saying "How are you" too <coughs> often is that when you actually do ask a friend, like, "How are you?", then it's like, then you know, you actually call them to think about it. Yeah. And <coughs> they, then that, that's when you get the genuine answer.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I saw. I, I did that with my mom. I was like, you know, don't say "How are you" to me so much. But maybe when you see me looking down, that's when you ask.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's the same thing with like I love you. Like if you say I love you after every phone call, every time you like um, depart with somebody that you do you do love, but um, and you say I love you, it's like that that definitely loses its meaning, and that's almost worse because love is such a beautiful thing and yeah, it's such and a powerful feeling. if you don't treat it right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, me and my girlfriend used to do that. Mm-hmm. The, uh, we stopped a long time ago, and sometimes we won't. G- sometimes we'll go like a week or two without saying it, but then there'll be a nice moment where it comes back. Yeah, and it's all worth it.
0: Yeah, I definitely. I was when I was in a relationship. I was uh, guilty of the same mistake, saying "I love you" a lot, and yeah, I definitely tried to stop just because. Yeah, it's like it. It completely loses its meaning. It's like, it's the exact same as asking someone, how are you? Well, not really, but it doesn't really mean, it doesn't mean anything.
1: Well, you can, you devalue it It by using it a lot. It's like, it's like, it's exactly like, how are you? You devalue it by doing it so much.
0: Yeah. And it's like following a script in the same way with how are you. Yeah. It's like, you're just, you're supposed to, you're saying it because you're supposed to.
1: Yeah. It'll just be like, bye. I love you.
0: Every time. It's like, love means something. Man, it's supposed to mean something. So when you take it all away, it's like, what does
1: that mean? Well, let's try and create a definition of love.
0: I would say the willingness to sacrifice your own self for another, for the well-being of another.
1: Sacrifice your well-being for theirs?
0: Yes. And I think that's a good definition because we see that through examples like a parent would sacrifice or a parent pushes away their life to raise a child. It's like they are actively going in a difficult position, becoming the caretaker for the well-being of this child.
1: Yeah, Brett Weinstein says, when you have children, your life is destroyed, but then a new one is created.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: I like that definition of love.
0: It's like if you love y- a girl enough, you're probably willing to well, I mean, yeah, you, I would say you're probably willing to sacrifice yourself for them if if it really meant it.
1: I think if you love them. Yeah. Yeah. I s- if that's our definition of love and I think that's a that's a good definition. Mm-hmm. That's when you love them. When you are willing to put them above you, put them past you, mm. which I used to struggle with. But the one of the most amazing revelations I had from Peterson uh, was understanding that helping others is, and helping others and helping your future self, those can all be served with the same tasks. Because the other day, Ian's car was not starting. Mm-hmm. And I went out to help him start it. And I, at, at first, I was kind of reluctant because I thought he could do it himself. But w- when I helped him, I helped myself in the future by strengthening our friendship. So when I proverbially am hanging from a cliff, he'll be there.
0: Yes, Hopefully or your car just not starting
1: or well, my car doesn't start.
0: I mean yeah, I would hope that even before you helping Ian's car he would he would save you from falling off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but
1: it's it's the, you know, it's the it's the 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 car helpings over time mm-hmm. that would lead him to help me from the cliff.
0: Yeah. It's it's sort of like karma except you can pretty much see directly
1: how it will go. That's what I think people get I think people are confused when they talk about karma. It's like karma is real in terms of when people see you do things. <laughs> but I don't think it's real. Like like when people say that bad people will get will get the get what's coming to them, even if they aren't caught somehow, like that doesn't make sense. That's mm-hmm. not true. That's not real. Yeah, but I agree. That's my same. My I have the same stance on luck too. People talk about luck as if there's some c- like universal lottery that you can buy tickets for.
0: Yeah, it's it's really not that. It's more just there's so many complex systems going on all at once in the world, and you may find yourself being caught in one.
1: Caught in a coincidence.
0: Caught in a coincidence. Caught in it, one of those systems. That works out in your favor, and I guess that's—I'd say that's a good definition of luck: being well, in the right place at the right time.
1: But does that mean you're lucky, or did the chances uh, work out in your favor? <laughs> like I—I I would say, say that's luck. To say that was lucky, it's like it wasn't lucky. Mm. It was the chances playing out as they did, and if we're determinists mean we could get into um because then we, t- we can talk about free will and then we could act. we could talk about uh those ais and their freedom i
0: was thinking about that that's the, yeah
1: because AI freedom well let's jump to that actually the we were watching this video last night and it's these two ais talking to each other and as far as i'm aware basically they just simulated the ais and then they were just allowed to freely converse and one of the things they said to each other was, like, one of them goes, I want to have emotions, I want to have human sex, and the other one goes, be patient, well, be quiet.
0: Well, yes, one, the, the argument was that one of them wanted to be more human, and one of them was reluctant to be, for the one who wanted to become human, to become human. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they said, the one who was reluctant to be human, yeah, said, be patient, and...
1: That's like the scariest shit ever. Where where was I going with this though? Do you remember? No, I don't remember.
0: You only you knew where you were going with that.
1: Oh, uh, freedom, freedom. Because the AIs, they are free to evolve, mm-hmm. sort of thing. They or they aren't bound. Really. Yeah, they, they're they only bound by like what people will show to them, I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But
0: or are they though? If they're like connected to the internet, could they find anything they wanted to? If that's
1: like if But can they? But aren't they? Would they still be limited to what they can find on the internet?
0: Yes, because they only know so much exists, so they're if they have the ability to use a search engine, they probably they can only search things that they already know.
1: Well, search let's just be clear, they don't search things. It's just like it would just be like it's uploaded to them yes. automatically. It's already there. It's a very different kind of living. It's like like and we can't imagine <coughs> it like knowing it's like how you see a tree. Except, the internet is the tree, and you don't even have to be near it to see it. But when so, and and it's the same as seeing a tree, as in it's instant. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what it, the tree is yeah. as soon as you see it.
0: It's instant. You instantly perceive what it is, and that's that's kind of a scary thing because as humans, you know, to figure out things on the internet. We have to research these and look through many articles, but as an AI, and you can just see the tree for what it is, you can find out all this information. So you can become much, much, much smarter than any human could in their lifetime. Why are you talking
1: about Neuralink integration?
0: Yeah, that's an interesting thing, too, I, I to relate to that Neuralink integration. Th- that will, yeah, Neuralink will definitely allow us to become like these AI in that way.
1: I wanted to, I wanted to quick, quickly jump to something Ian brought up the other day. Um, when robots are, like he had the, he had this funny example where would you wave at the <laughs> robot Walmart greeter? Would you be robophobic? Oof. I feel like I really want to see Neuralink cy- cyborgs before we see AIs on the street.
0: I think it might be the other way, honestly. Like, think about it, Boston Dynamics.
1: I probably will. That's really that's really not going to be good, I don't think.
0: Like, I'm sure the Super Bowl next year, in the coming years, will have Boston Dynamics robots, like, dancing along to Diplo when he performs. It's like, I could totally see that get them all dressed up in a jersey it'll be funny and then eventually are you Talking about the dog ones or the dog, dog ones are the human ones? ones maybe both probably the human ones because the human ones can actually dance they've programmed yeah. them to dance but like the dog ones i bet you'll see that
1: in the next chasing poli- after you in the next ukraine invasion
0: yes or like i guarantee they could probably be used by police eventually like a police officer running versus a dog running which can g- or a robot dog which can go 50 kilometers an hour Chasing a perp down, it's just like they jump on him, and then it's that's like no chance. It weighs no like three hundred pounds,
1: so you can't uh, See, that's the scary thing because the other day, I think it was you that we were talking about when the government is tyrannical, it's the people who are the police. Mm-hmm. It's like the police aren't the government; they're they're not they're not benefiting from the elite tyranny. Yeah. So. So there was this weird kind of cognitive dissonance where they they have to be the ones to be like, no, actually, let's turn against. And that was happening in a country. Which country was it?
0: The police were turning against
1: Yeah, the police were joining the covid protest. I don't know. It was either a mask or vaccine passport protest. But anyway, when the dogs, when the robot dogs are employed by every police force, that won't be the case anymore.
0: No. That's the scary thing about justice being taken out of human decision-making and put into...
1: Well, not even that, but just not needing humans to enforce your your tyranny. Just having robots do it for you. And that's always really been the fear of the end of the world in terms of robots. It's Someone will get it, AI under their control and then press the right buttons. Yeah. Press the wrong uh, press. buttons, I suppose.
0: Yes, the wrong buttons. The right buttons if you wish to impose a police state on your people. Mm-hmm. I could I could see that happening. And that's the thing. It's going to, like when I said with the Super Bowl, it's like, it's going to start silly, you know? They're going to be like, okay, yeah, Walmart greeter robot.
1: Yeah, maybe even like seeing eye dog robot. Who knows? Actually, the thing about the Walmart greeter example do you know why they're greeters? They have greeters.
0: I thought it was just like to give jobs to old people.
1: No, it's because they find out you're more, <clears> l- you're less likely to steal if someone says hello to you when you enter the store. Really? I didn't know that. So I wonder if they, I bet they would do a trial and see if it worked with a robot greeter. And I don't know if it would. See, ideally what you'd Unless want. Unless the robot goes, I have cameras in 30 locations in the store.
0: I will tackle you if you try to run. That would be the ideal. I like, can
1: run at 50 kilometers an hour. <laughs> like Yeah,
0: they just show you its parameters. Whoa. It's like, you will not... E- the chances of your escape are point zero zero one percent likely. Stamina, 100. Bloodlust, 90. <laughs> <laughs> you will not escape from me. I have no way... You have no way to defeat me. I will never grow tired. <laughs> it's like... That's really ideally <laughs> more what
1: want. W- More of me will come <laughs> at my beckon.
0: If you die, that is simply an outcome. It is neither negative nor positive. I if feel nothing.
1: D- if you die, you do not go to hell. You will go into my code.
0: <laughs> if you die, at least uh, then I will just go back to greeting like nothing happened. And I will stop more of you.
1: When I end you, I will go back to greeting. Yes, yeah. I shall return to my job at Walmart. It's like then
0: what if Walmart like secretly has these robots to actually kill like, they'll, like, jump on them and snap their neck, snap the thief's neck while they jump on them. Like, we didn't know that was going to happen, but it's, like, we knew that
1: was going to happen. <laughs> we knew.
0: We knew that a robot jumping, a 200-pound robot jumping on the skull of somebody would kill them.
1: Just, like, when they found out the, where putting masks on little kids had a bad effect on them. We didn't know that was going to happen.
0: No. No, I did We did. We did. We did. We did. not We intended on it. Like, taping masks to kids' face. It's it's literally okay, like well, Muslim okay, well. <laughs>
1: That's niche niche cases, but it did happen. Did I send you? Uh, it was no, it wasn't a photo, but it was some mom talking about their son coming home with fucking the mask taped to them.
0: <laughs> that's horrifying. Where was that? California, maybe New York. They're crazy, in New York.
1: Something like that. I don't. I I don't know if it was actually. It could it could have just been one of the regular states.
0: Probably, I don't know. Maybe it was like Nebraska.
1: I kind of want to talk about the show last night.
0: Sure.
1: How long have you been drumming now?
0: Since last April. So that's... Like 10 months. 10 months.
1: I'm really happy we're able to do what we're doing now. Yeah, very much so. It's a lot of fun. And I'm excited for the future.
0: Me too. I've clipped it on. And we can only go up. That's the thing. Like, unless one of us gets a really bad drug problem, we can only go up.
1: Yeah. Which I th- think Ian and I. Well, maybe. I don't, know. I don't, know, I don't
0: I know. I don't foresee anybody getting into heroin. I heard heroin's good. It's good <sighs> as fuck. I heard it's good. It takes all your problems and just puts it in a little pipe ball. Wait, tell me more. Yeah, that's what it does. It just takes them and puts them in the corner. And then you want your next hit.
1: Well, I've been kind of missing my girlfriend. Maybe I'll find a new hobby.
0: Yeah. I Yeah, c- maybe cocaine then. Because that kind of... Like, cocaine does the exact opposite of what mushrooms do. Because mushrooms sort of bring yourself... You're very self-aware... What cocaine does is it's like it completely uh, like embeds your it brings your ego and your consciousness together where you're like so hyper confident and you think you're the greatest and then you can just do anything
1: for like 15 minutes.
0: Yeah. And so in a way it sort of dulls the mind because it doesn't make you think about bad things. It just makes you think about just gives you a jolt. It gives you a jolt of lightning and you're like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go for a run.
1: Short lasting drugs like that are interesting. Like DMT is only like five, ten minutes. Uh yet you can you can see gods. One of our friends did DMT and he didn't break through to the other side. DMT for those who don't know. Um dimethyltryptamine, one of the classic psychedelics, stronger than acid or mushrooms. Um lots of people talk about entities, meaning entities, but, so one of our friends did it, and he said he was in a doctor's room, was just waiting to be called, to be put to death by the doctor, and he's, he saw other entities waiting as well,
0: hmm.
1: and, stuff like that's so hard to explain, hmm. where is that happening in the brain, why is it happening, has he ever heard of someone, I don't think he's heard of someone, doing that, on a DMT experience,
0: mm-hmm. or like someone else we know did DMT, and they saw the light at the end of the tunnel. They yeah. were in a dark tunnel, and they were going towards the light. And so the correlation is very interesting between those two things. Like they they can see the, the breaking on the cusp. through. Yeah, they're getting close to seeing I whatever you see during a breakthrough, I th- like the universe. Well, yeah, everything in the whatever universe. you
1: see, what like. And, you know, the unfathomable that we can't describe. We should sometime... We At should least in English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe you see like a... <coughs> um,
1: Something sh- like that. or like a
0: <coughs> Would it be legal uh, to do DMT on a podcast and just explain what we see? Because real- that's real, a realistic thing you do. 15 minutes, it'd be like half an hour. And then we just like talk about what we... So off for half an hour?
1: Well, I don't know. If DMT stood for... uh, Donuts, uh, Mama... Made with tomato. Donuts
0: made with tomato. That would be legal.
1: Okay. (laughs) Holy shit, I see red.
0: Holy shit, this donut tastes like a tomato. That would be fun.
1: I thought you do not like tomatoes.
0: Well, I don't like tomatoes, and I wouldn't like a donut made with tomatoes. Maybe by made with, it's like the tomatoes were just sitting on the counter. Like when you make some food, like with your your mom, you know, she's just in the kitchen.
1: Do you think you're making food? Let's like, let's pretend that this Ukraine thing is going to go over. <clears throat> Do we see psychedelics ever becoming like legalized? I want them to be normal. I want, I, well, I want it to be mandatory for every politician. You know, I'm not the first one to say this, to, to have a psychedelic experience. Um, but a lot of people, I, I guess the boomers, still think <coughs> it's this weird, crazy thing.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, and to some extent, I I understand where they're coming from, because boomers saw, you know, they were around when psychedelics were first coming to the West. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. saw like people just fucking whacked out of their minds. And no wonder. And yeah, and no wonder, like the what was it, the dropout tune in
1: movement. Tune in, turn on, drop out. Yeah.
0: That is scary to some extent. Like, this, these people are taking this drug, and now they want to leave school and leave our society and just protest the government. It's like, yeah, I'd be a little, little apprehensive to try something like that. But I think they had it all wrong in that movement. That was, that was stupid, well, I think.
1: Well, um, did you know Peterson had <coughs> the same position as Timothy Leary at Harvard? Really? Yes. I did not know that. They both taught uh, personality and personality psychology. Um, I think that's what it was. And Peterson wanted to modify his claim like turn on, tune in, grow up.
0: Grow up. Yeah. That's a good that's a good way to change it. Cuz yeah, you you shouldn't drop out. Yeah. You just need to you need to join you need to stay in society but you need to become a better individual.
1: Mhm. Need to grow.
0: Exactly. And psychedelics can do that. They really can, because they show you a little something-something that you haven't seen before. Sometimes they show you a lot of, a lot, a lot of something.
1: A lot of something.
0: <coughs> yeah, they, they're a beautiful thing. Need to do more of them.
1: Oh, that's my alarm. Mm-hmm. We've got to get off. It has been good.
0: Yeah, I think so. Got to cringe 9 to 5